Hello, everybody. We are This Xbox Life, and this is episode 403, Xbox to the Core. I am one of your hosts, Brun, BJSwick33, and with me this week is Rob, also known as Presar. Hey, what's up, everybody? And on location uh, to the Sony press event, uh, Mark Wingman709. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. <laughs> so, yes, Mark is not at home this week. Uh, but he has joined us instead of taking the week off, which is great because we like to have him around. Um, even though Rob is everybody's favorite host for some reason. Um, yeah, <laughs> not sure about but, that. Uh, one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't I know where those drugs. lies lies are program. coming from. <laughs> <laughs> but this this week, I was on I was on uh, I was watching the preview window and I was hitting mutes and everything, so it didn't backfeed through the. <laughs> through the thing this week so yay for me <laughs> success yes very good um we are live every sunday uh 10 p.m eastern between <laughs> we'll say between 10 and 10 20 p.m eastern time every sunday uh on twitch.tv slash this xbox life and uh then we release our show uh the following day in mp3 format and uh this week we have our Answers to the giveaway question. We will have a winner for the giveaway this week. And uh, yeah, and let's, let's talk about gaming news. Let's talk about games and stuff today. So uh, what'd you play? What'd you guys play? Rob, what'd you play? Sure. So I played a bunch of stuff in the past two weeks. Um, the most noticeable or notable of the bunch would probably be two things. They're not major titles for the Xbox, but both of them really surprised me i wasn't expecting much but in terms of gameplay i loved them loved them so first one was final station and this one i initially got to play it a little bit um, on pc and uh once i got to check that out i'm like yeah i'm definitely picking this up because i I know that i think it released simultaneously or maybe it was out earlier for the pc than it came out but anyway it was available for the pc then it came out for the xbox one and it's um, kind of like a side-scrolling, a little bit of a, a strange game where you're in in this uh, like futurist, well, not maybe futuristic world. It's about a hundred years after some kind of visitation, and something's going on in parts of the country. Um, maybe another alien visitation, invasion, whatever you want to call it. And you are a train driver and you're basically going from city to city, um, you know, taking people from city to city. Uh, if you can get the people to the next city and, and they survive, oh. you get money. You can, uh, uh, you have to do a medicine for the people and food. And then when you get to the next city, you kind of have to explore it to get this code to be able to leave the city. Cause your train is like in a lockdown and the game itself is a side scrolling platformer almost where the one thing I did not like about the Xbox version compared to the PC version was the Xbox version. Had you use double stick? meaning the left analog stick had you do the movement, the right analog stick had you do the shooting. And for some reason, I was just having the hardest time with it. 
It was much easier in the short time that I played on the PC where you could use the WASD keys and the mouse. I found that a lot easier to uh, run and gun, essentially. But uh, I, I would imagine that it's just something that you have to get used to for a little bit because it's really no different than Gravity Wars and, and those others, I guess. But as you're exploring the towns, you're going uh, through different areas, different rooms, you're opening rooms, and then there's like these zombie guys that are like chasing after you. Maybe they're aliens, basically. They're like little limbo style, like black um, creatures with like these two little eyeballs, and they're trying to chase you, and uh, you're throwing objects at them and shooting at them. And uh, either way, the, the game was actually pretty cool. I was really surprised, and I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, the next one is definitely the shiny penny. It was the favorite of my of the two, and that was Kingdom New Lands or Kingdoms New Lands. This one is available as a demo for half an hour, which is just probably enough to hook you into it. And the game itself is a little on the, you know, it's like at first you don't know what's going on. You start off as uh, it's like a king or a queen that's on horseback and you're put into this land. It's a side scrolling game where it's only left, right. There is no uh, like platforms per se in the, in the game. It's just left and right. And what you're doing is you are trying to build up a little kingdom or a little town. And there's a day and a night cycle through the day is when you do all of your stuff, okay? It's when you do all your building, you recruit people that you find. There's like people just wandering in little camps and stuff, and you recruit them by basically paying them or bribing them to become part of your town. You're building up an army. You're building up uh, like builders and a little bit of an economy, farmers. And when uh, you see the sun arc from left to right, and then it turns to night. Well, at nighttime, that's when you get attacked. There's a portal on one side of the of the game where all these monsters spawn at night. So in that sense, it's a tower defense style game, I guess, where you have your, your defenses all built up trying to repel this attack. And this game just, it hooked me. It's just fantastic. It's not incredibly, you know... Uh, you know, it's not like a first-person shooter where it just has you on the edge of your seat, your seat the entire time. But when it does get to nighttime, man, I, I find myself just like sitting there and just watching at the, like, uh, most of my stuff has been on the left side. So you just sit there and you're just watching behind the barriers, just waiting for the monsters to come. And your dudes are just sitting there also. They're just, everybody's just kind of waiting and it's, it's really tense. And then it's like, oh, there they are. Are they going to break through? And uh, I just played it again. Uh, I had it restarted a couple of times because there's been some times where I, I do really good and then I overextend myself and then, man, you just get annihilated and so hard to recover. It's better to start over almost. So the game is pretty hard, um, but it, it's, it's actually really, really good. It's got the 30-minute demo. Definitely check it out. Uh, if you buy it, it's only $15, so it's not too bad price-wise. But the game is it's, it's just very captivating, very fun. Uh, like I said, it's a 
tower defense style game with some economy city building type of stuff in there. A little bit of exploring. I don't know if it's really, if that would really be a good uh, explanation for what you do. Cause I mean, you are trying to find stuff, but you kind of know what's on either side of you, but uh, yeah, definitely, 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 definitely give it a shot. Highly recommended. So those are my two main ones. Um, how about you, Brun? Um, mine was easy. Uh, I played, I know we've been, we've been out for two weeks, so I, I played Battlefield 1 beta for a little bit, and sure. I played some Overwatch because they had another update and a new map. Uh, I've yet and to it play was it. free this week. And it was free, yeah, and I still haven't hit the new map, <laughs> so... Um, but that's all I've had time. It's been, been super, super busy. Oh yeah. But, uh, Mark, what about yourself? Um, nothing for me. I've been, I've been out all this last week and uh, even though I got the Xbox one S I had so much stuff I had to bring on this trip. It wasn't a, uh, it's not a vacation, not work. So, um, I got stuff I got to pay attention to here. So I just didn't have enough room to pack it. So I didn't get anything played. And the week before, I'm trying to remember what I was playing before I left. Um, I cannot remember what it was. I was playing Had to be Battlefield. I, no, right? no, I didn't. It seems to me I was, and I was trying to look it up on the Xbox app, but on my phone, it doesn't show, um, it doesn't show your recents. I guess I could look it up on the, on my machine here and see if it, if it pulls it up, but there was uh, I, I was playing a little bit more of that card game. The um, I remember I told you guys about that the last time. Yeah. There was um, I can't remember what that card game was, but it was a free game, and I was actually playing more of that. Um, Mahjong. No. Oh, Mahjong. Yeah, I did play a ton of Mahjong. I actually uh, that's what I was playing the week before I left. Yeah. Um, I did one K that. It's um, so. Yeah, it looks like you did what Lies of Astaroth. Yeah, that's the card game. That's Forza, the free card game. Okay. So Forza, I didn't play. I just loaded it up to get yeah. like some free stuff that uh, they were pushing out. Um, yeah, if I've got it up here, it shows a few items. Yeah, it looks like all your achievements are from from that uh, pretty much for the last ten days. Roblox. That was just um, I did that because I think it was Kristoff that was trying to get four people on to get an achievement. Yeah. So I downloaded it. And just kind of goofed around with it for a few minutes. Uh, I really don't like it at all. It, I think it's horrible. It's it's really it kept crashing, and there's just it's in my opinion, it's really horrible. It's not even worth Bar, a free game. Far Cry Primal, Primal twelve days ago. Yeah, I've got three. What I got three achievements left in that game, and I really want to get them. But two of them I've not been able to get. One of them's like kill a guy with a spear from fifty feet. Another one's kill a guy with an arrow from seventy five feet. For some reason, I'm just not able to do that. And then the last one basically is going to require me to unlock all the skills, which will require me basically to do every side mission in the game, it looks like. And I'm really bored. I've basically completed the game. All I have now is to run around and do the side missions, and I'm actually like bored with it at this point. It's just not fun anymore. There's too much. It, they're all just too repetitive. and So it's like if I could have knocked out the other two achievements then I would grind out that last one. But I don't want to grind out that last one and have the other two sitting there. It's just right. it's just not worth it. So yep. but um the Mahjong game is um if you like Mahjong, it's I think it was ten bucks. It's it's an easy thousand gamer score. It will take some time. 
Uh, it took me about 17 hours total. Um, and the issue that I have with it, there's really, there's two things that I have. I mean, it's Mahjong. It's, you know, what is there to it? Um, I think that, you know, the music and the tables and stuff and the, the, the icons and the tiles are nice. The problems that I had with the game was that there's, they show you, I think it was six boards uh, on a, on a, on a menu screen and you have to play the first one to unlock the next one to unlock the next one. So you gotta, that's how you gotta unlock all 70 tables. So there's 70 different boards. You have to, and if you play them all, there's an achievement for playing them all um, and winning on all of them. And, um, but the thing is, is so when you get to table number seven, that's got to go down to menu number two, you got to tab over, you got a cursor over, whatever. But the thing is, is when that ends, instead of taking you back to menu page number two, it takes you back to page one. And there's, and you don't have the, they don't have like, um, you know, the cursor in Destiny, you have like that cursor that you can just move around. Well, this yeah. one's not like that. It, and I wish it was. The menu and the game itself is all set up in a grid, so you got to go up and down, left and right, and sometimes it's not so bad. The menu you got to go down like two, and then you go over and you hit the A button to hit the arrow to cycle through all the pages. But it's like as you're doing it and you're unlocking new maps or new boards every time you complete it, it takes you back to the like the very first, like one through six. So when you're getting up to boards sixty and seventy, it's you got to keep going through and scrolling all the way to the end, and it's it's really stupid. Um, and then in the game, you know, the tiles don't all... It's not a perfect, like, a tic-tac-toe board. It's not perfectly in a grid, but that's the way the cursor moves. So sometimes you gotta, you'll got to you be moving over, and then the next tile's a little bit down, and instead of going down to it, it drops, like, straight down, or where it goes across to the other side, and it's... It's it's just it'd be so much better if they had that free moving cursor, like Destiny has in their in their menu, that you could just point. I want this one and this one, and I want to go over here and over here. Instead, you're going up 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 over 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 down 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 over over. It's just and it's a lot of clicking, but mm. so that's annoying. But it's not, you know, that's really it. I mean, that's all there is. That's just really it's not kind a deal of annoying. Breaker. It's not a deal breaker. If you like mahjong, yeah. it's fun. It's an easy thousand points. Um, I enjoyed my time with it. I never got frustrated with the game. A couple times I'm like, ah, oh, you know, as I'm cursoring over, I'll hit the button, but it, I like cursored one too many times. So it clicked on the wrong thing, but you just go back to click on the one you want. But, um, so the controls is the frustrating part of it. And that's really the only frustrating part. Um, but I had a lot of fun with it. And like I said, it's only like 10 bucks. If you like a nice relaxing game, um, you can also, uh, Pandora now has background music. Uh, works great. I actually turned the music off in Mahjong. It's a nice, peaceful kind of like Chinese music. Um, but you can, I played a lot of Pandora in the background uh, while I was playing it, and I enjoyed that better. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of about it. I'm looking forward to getting home uh, to play because I know this week um, Dead Rising Triple Pack comes out, and I'm, I, I'll be playing that this weekend when I get home. So, <laughs> but that's it. All right. Well, let's move forward. then. Oh, yeah. I got to say, I want to play the Star Trek game, too. I know there's a free Star Trek online now. Yeah, yeah. And I really want to try that. I know Artemis has been playing it, and uh, I'm stoked to see what that actually is. I haven't looked at anything, but 
I really want to play that when I get home and see what that's, it's all about. That's just a normal Star Trek Online made free-to-play, right? But it's on the Xbox. Oh, okay. It's on the yeah, Xbox. Yeah, I'll have to try that now. out. So, I loaded it the other day. I haven't started it yet. I just uh, downloaded it. And uh, I was looking at it. I mean, it looks like there's a lot to it. I mean, I was really surprised. Compared to some of like the mobile games that are Star Trek, it's got, you know, it looks like away missions, space flights, lots mm. of different characters. Yeah, Artie, you need to get in uh, our Facebook group and give us a little brief synopsis of it because I really want to know what it's like. And um, so you need to give us a little post out there. Let the community know if it's worth the download or not. <laughs> and if it's worth it, why? why is it worth it? If it's so. worth the hard drive space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, Gunny Chief uh, mentioned in the chat real quick that he is in bed with a cold. Get well, Gunny. Get well. <laughs> so, I don't know. It stinks when you feel crappy. But I have to sneeze. Hold on a second. Well, there's no better <laughs> way to get better than to hang out with TXL. That's for sure. Yeah. So. You that's know a it. surefire cure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, before before we move on, I was going to mention uh, for anybody that's getting the update, um, Xbox One update uh, that's putting the uh, looking for group and groups in there. Rob has clubs. created clubs. clubs. Sorry, clubs. Rob has created our club. Um, right now, I believe it's open to everybody. Yeah, you have to request uh, for me- membership. Okay. And then, um, or basically you have to ask to join. It's similar to what we have on Facebook. Okay. So put in the request and, uh, we'll let you in. Yeah. I don't know if you can, if, if it's only you or the only admin or if you can make other admins, but I did finally get it and accept it. If you want us to help you out. Um, but they, you know, I'm kind of glad it's that way. And actually uh, I forget exactly who messaged me, um, right off the Christoph, yeah, he was like, are you guys going to close it? <laughs> because, you know, w- some of the other groups we've had of like with that have just been open to the public have gotten kind of bad. And yes, we're, we're going to, I was going to find out if it well, was that way and we're going to make it that way. And uh, it's going to be a little tougher to admin it too, though. I mean, I don't know. I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, how are we going to know, you know? It, well, true. Gotta, there's a lot of people that follow us and listen to us that we don't necessarily play with, and you know they might want to be in the group. And I don't want to say, well, I don't have you on my friends list, so I don't want to let you in. I think everybody's going to be in, and then we'll, re- we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to remove anybody that is causing problems or yeah. not being nice. Not yeah, we'll remove. Nice. Yeah, the, the, this here, it's not like it's just a, a a club for a certain game. This is like a club for the entire Xbox. So yes, we'll we'll maintain it, monitor yeah. it, and remove the toxic people. So uh, yeah, don't worry about I, that. Rob, if you got yeah, stuff mean, on your friends list, he did volunteer to be a mod, which I would have no problem with. He's been a moderator in some of our Forza groups as well, and yeah, so he's he's good people. He's trustworthy. If you want yeah. to make him a mod or an ad, a mod, sure. Yeah, basically how it works is uh, it's a public group. Mm-hmm. where anybody can find the group and see the profile and what's in there and who's a member, but only members can chat and post to the feed. So, I mean, it is open so people can like look at it, but only the people that are admitted can do stuff in there. 
Okay. Yeah, I haven't so. been on there yet to really see what's going on, but I was excited. I was actually going to do looking for group this weekend for uh, Overwatch, um, but uh, I didn't have time to play. That's <laughs> just, I mean, just so busy this, you know, these last couple weeks. So, but all right. Moving on, moving on. Uh, become a patron. Uh, our, I, we've kind of uh, changed some links around here to try to make it easier on everybody. Um, it's pretty much our links are thisxboxlife.com slash Patreon. And that will take you to patreon.com. And uh, you can subscribe to us there. If you want to leave us a tip, you go to thisxboxlife.com slash donate. And uh, it'll hey. take you to the... What's that? You, you skipped something. We did get a new Patreon, and I would like to just oh, okay. say thanks to Phil G. I didn't put his whole name in there, but okay. uh, Phil, we appreciate the uh, uh, you, you being a Patreon of of, yeah. uh, of the show. Thank you very much. Yep, sorry I did miss that in the notes. So welcome and thank you. We do appreciate. It. Um, as far as one time donations, it's uh this dot com slash donate, and that'll take you to wherever. We're going to be accepting our donations. Um, and the other reason for doing links like this is so then if we do ever switch things behind the scenes, it stays the same for everybody out there. So, and um, that's I using think, your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Right. Um, but all right. So, topics. So, I put some things in there to chat about and uh, some interesting ones. So, did you guys ever play Firewatch? No. No negative. Negative. PC ah. game. Come on. You're I, a PC gamer. You know, there was mixed thoughts on Firewatch. I really liked it. I bought it. I liked it. I mean, it's not a super long game. Well, um, what's the gist of that? I mean, there's just like the California wildfire or something, and you're trying uh, to I don't think you can answer that. I can't. I can't. I can't tell you. I can't tell you what it's about. Yeah, you gotta play I can't. it. Yeah, it's... I watched a, like a trailer or something about it, and I gathered that it's one of those that you you absolutely can't say anything about because you'll ruin. It's going to be one of those you got to experience. But what I'm worried about is I hope it's not like an inside. <laughs> you turn you, into you, some, yeah, I, where you well, hate the ending. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I can't say anything. Um, so, but it is going to be on uh, Xbox, and and it's going to be on there September 21st. I was looking to see if they had any pricing for it. I think it was 20 bucks on PC, but I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember. Uh, the one thing is, is uh, on this one, uh, you are getting a uh, complete Firewatch audio tour, which is like a making of that takes the normal game mode and turns it into a one-part director's commentary, one-part game dev workshop, and wraps uh, that all... And a scavenger hunt. So it, it's, uh, I liked it. I really did like it. Um, you know, in a way, I kind of, I liked it more than I liked inside, but, uh, inside, you know, I liked inside as well. So, uh, that's good news though. I, I that was like, I believe, a X, uh, PlayStation and a PC exclusive. Um, and now it's out over there on the other side. So, yeah, Rob, I think what Brun's saying, he liked inside. So that means you and I can skip Firewatch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Rob would like it. You guys might. Like it. So, um, yeah, that was the first thing. Had to tell everybody because uh, it, it's a good game. Um, okay. uh, yep. Next here. Uh, so our first first round of play anywhere games. 
uh, which are I had the list in my head. Uh, Forza Horizon Three, Gears of War Four, and Recore uh, are those uh, play anywhere games that you, they talked about at E three. So if you buy it in one place, you get it in another. Um, you can now, if uh, if you want, you can now pre-order them in the Windows Store. They're available out there for pre-order, um, which is going to be cool. I, I I bought, you know, I pre-ordered Gears of War four, so I'm I'm excited to get the code on the on the PC side so I can try it over there. Um, I think that would be really interesting. And and for uh, other people out there, like if you didn't know about, you know, we talked about Forge coming out on PC. It's out on PC now for uh, Forge, and you can um, do like private. If you have enough friends on your friends list, you can do like private matches in Forge and actually play Halo uh, multiplayer on PC. You know, for people that are out there. So, but yes, the first play anywhere games are can be pre-ordered on the Windows Store. Um, did you guys have you downloaded? I know you guys are you both are both both uh, Forza Horizon. Fans, one and two, correct? And oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Did you guys, have you guys downloaded the demo yet? It's supposed, supposedly I'm, out today. I'm trying to find it because I saw it in here mm-hmm. in the show notes. I yeah. can't find it anywhere. Okay. I, I did read and I didn't run into my nice. other room and verify either, uh, but they did say, hey, it's supposed to be out today. And that's what the article stated. So uh, keep an eye out. If it's not out there now, then. You know, maybe it's going to be out later tonight. Um, I don't. I'm not even going to bother with it because I I'm playing. I'm buying the game, so right. It's. I don't want to. I just rather wait to to get the real game. Yeah. Is it, uh, the only thing like that? It's like here, do these first five missions, and then you get the game. Like, what is it for? Like, it's like two weeks from now. Yeah, and then you're and doing it, the same thing. Doing it again. Doing, <laughs> yeah. yeah dude, so doing it again. So. But I'm glad they're putting a demo out, though. I mean, I think that's awesome because yeah. I wish all games would do this like they did on the 360 when demos are required. Um, I found a lot of games I ended up buying because it's like, well, I don't know what this is. And I play the demo and I'm like, ooh, this is fun. So right. I, I wish they'd do that. But yeah, Forts is a guaranteed for me. So I'm going to skip the demo. But anybody out there that may have not played a Forza title, um, I know we had someone in our group recently that they just got the, what, Forza Horizon was the free game of the month, so they downloaded it and played it, and they're having a great time, and they're like, I think I'm going to buy two and three. And it's like, yeah, if even if you don't like racing games, this is not a traditional racing game. It's, no. It's definitely try the demo. Horizon 1 and 2 have been fantastic. I'm stoked for three. I'm hoping, my only hope is that they do something different. Um, I think with two, I was starting a little bored because it was pretty much the exact same thing as the first one. I have a bad feeling this is going to be very much the same. Uh, so I do hope they give you new events or things to do. But again, it's cars. There's only so much you can do. But the games are just fantastic. So um, definitely don't hold up. Don't turn it down just because it's uh, it's a car game. It, you know, it's not racing like typical racing game. Definitely give the demo a try. And you might find out you like it because it's awesome. And for people that pre-order, watch watch for codes to download uh, the Warhawk. By the way, yes, yes, yep. I got my code. It came in. Uh, they've already sent them out through Xbox Live messages. So, right. And uh, yeah, I got a code. I, I pre-ordered Battlefield One, and I got a one-month code for uh, EA Access. 
I put oh. out there. Yeah, I got a, I got a thing out there. I already have oh. EA access, so if anybody... We can talk about that here in a second, Mark. I know what you're yeah. on about. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> for anybody who wants to try EA access, uh, if you don't have it, I don't think this one-month code tacks on to your year or anything. I think it's just a one-time use. So I don't want to use it. I just waste it. So anybody that wants to try it, for real wants to try it, uh, message me on live uh, so then I can give it to you. Um, so, but seriously, if, you know, only the people that don't have it and, and, and really want to try it out, if you're on the fence, you know, let me know. So, um, all right. So let's, so, let's, let's, let's jump into that right now though, oh, about wait, the well, EA access, unless you got more to say so, on Forza. Yeah. Uh, real quick on Forza. So it looks like what these stories are, that came out They're They're talking about the windows store. So it is in the Windows Store, which to me is different than the Xbox right, it is. Live Store. Mm-hmm. So it is in there. It shows, at least on my system, it shows up as not available. But release date is 9-11 at 7 p.m. Okay. So it looks like it might not be. And over. they're usually West Coast, so it's probably around now. I mean, it should be oh, coming no. out. So I take this back. Okay, so it's in the Windows Store, and it says available on Xbox One. Right. Yeah, the, it's supposed to be on Windows, available on Windows a little bit yeah. later. Uh, yeah. But since you're saying 7 p.m., it's it's probably around now. So, I mean, it's just, you know, we'll have to go yeah. there and check. It's it's 747 right now, Pacific time. So Yeah. yeah. And this uh, is an 18.34 gigawatt download. <laughs> gigawatt. <laughs> gigawatt. <laughs> <laughs> so all right yeah let, let's roll uh, so what do you okay oh, dude. For, for people that haven't seen uh mark mark here is a mark here is a titanfall fan uh Ooh, yeah. i like titanfall Doggy. uh actually i pre-ordered titanfall and yeah. i am a little bummed because this was so what 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 mark's saying is getting to say well wants to hint at is ea access titanfall is not on ea access for some reason so you don't get the 10 percent discount for having ea access and they don't plan on putting it on ea access at all um which two or three weeks ago when we were planning out i was planning out my purchases i just decided to buy in the order in which they were coming out so i got gears and been battlefield one and then titanfall Battlefield 1 and Titanfall both had a 10% discount. So I messaged them like, oh, no, guys, last time I checked, it was on 10% discount. Yeah, that day I went out there, yeah, no 10% discount. You got to pay full price for it now. So, yes, it is full price. No, it is not on EA Access. And I guess what it is is the developer just didn't sign a contract to put it in EA Access for some reason. But I don't understand why the developer has any would have any say. I thought it was the publisher that was doing this, but maybe it is like a separate deal. But what do you think about it, Mark? I am pretty PO'd over this, um, and here's why. And I've seen a lot of people um, in the comments on other sites talking about they're they're pulling their pre-order for Titanfall too. They're 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 gonna blah 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 whatever. Blame and respawn. And I actually don't blame Respawn for this. I blame EA. I think this is their fault. 
they have a product, they have a service, okay, that they said, if you sign up with this service, you'll get 10% off all EA published games, you will get a 6 or 10 hour Seven, access eight. to it, you'll get early access to the games, you'll get uh, a, a trial of the game, and, um, uh, you know, and eventually these will, uh, you know, probably go into the vault. I, I don't care about the vault. I really don't. Um, none of this do I really care about. Um, like the 10%, it sucks. Um, I mean, that's six bucks that you could have saved. Um, and I, and I don't think it's fair. You know, some people are saying, oh, well, that, that just means less money for the guys to get the, you know, for Respawn to get their money. No, this is a publisher discount. They're still going to pay Respawn their money. Respawn's still going to get whatever they've contracted, just like they do with the stores. When when GameStop sells a store for ten a game for ten bucks, guess what? That's because they're trying to clear it off their shelf. You know, they still paid thirty, forty dollars, whatever they paid to the publisher to get that in, and then they they mark it up to sixty dollars to get their cut. Um, Respawn's still going to get their money. This is this was EA's deal, and now they're coming to consumers saying you're not going to get what we promised you. And now they're trying. The EA is trying to blame Respawn, saying they won't allow it. Well, no. You're the publisher. This is your program you have. Respawn had to know about this, and you let a publisher or you let a developer dictate terms on your own subscription-based service. So, you know, do I care about getting it early? No. Do I need the trial time? No, because I was going to buy it. Do I really need to save six bucks? It would have been nice. It's not going to kill me. I can afford the six bucks. You know, and uh, do I need it in the vault? No, because I'm buying it anyways. I don't care about the vault. But this is one of those things that the company came out and said, here's what this is. Now, after it's been a year and they've auto-renewed on me, now they're changing this. This is game one. This is only the start. And when they do this, it's going to happen with other games. It always does. So... I'm pulling out of EA Access. I'm no longer going to be a member because I don't really care about the vault stuff. I think what they're doing is wrong. They have lied to the consumer, and they're cheating us. And it's not a big amount, but it's the fact that it's going to build up because other games are going to follow suit. And then what, then what are we paying for? So for those that are saying it's Respawn, no, it's not. EA is the publisher. It's their program. They allowed somebody else to dictate to them how their own program was going to work. That's garbage. And if EA is going to do that, you know, they've lost my money. I'm, I'm no longer an EA Access member. I'm out. So right. I, I think this is really <laughs> crap on them. And that's, I'm asking people, don't, don't cancel your Titanfall 2 pre-order. I don't think that's fair to respawn. And you're going to lose out on an amazing game. Um, d- vote and tell EA how much they suck. Because this was on them. Yeah. So, so, so here's here here's what ha- here's what I did. I went and I bought the deluxe version of Battlefield, and, and typically I try to. I mean, I know they just give you a few things here and there, um, but I bought the deluxe version of Battlefield and I got it for seventy one, and then I had a, like a ten dollar gift card or something like that. So you know, I you know was getting I was paying the full amount, but didn't have to pay the full amount. I read this here, and and that was you know, seventy one was with the discount. So, I go out there and I'm like, oh, you take my discount away, 
well, I guess I won't buy your deluxe version then. So then I just paid 60 bucks instead of the, the 79 bucks, you know? So it's like you take away my 10% discount. Then I take away 20 bucks. And, and it's just like, was that, was that worth it to you? <laughs> EA, was that worth it? Was that worth it to you? Not to put that on there. And, and like, you're right. Like I, I don't care about the vault stuff. Cause usually the vault stuff is like, I, I don't wait for the vault. Um, maybe for sports games nowadays, I, I wait around for the vault. Uh, but I mean, the vault it. is usually just old games that you're not interested right. in playing anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, this is something you want to play on at the gate. Yeah, so. this is something I'm buying. You know, I want to play yeah. right away. But that was my thing. Is like, oh, instead of the seventy nine dollars for the deluxe version, because you took away my ten percent, then I'm taking away twenty bucks, and already because I want the game. You know, uh, so I, I that's what I did. So I'm not getting the deluxe version, which just had like some emblems and paint jobs and and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's what I did. And then I went and bought the deluxe version of Battlefield because, hey, yeah, I got 10%. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, I'm going to have to, when my thing rolls around, I'll have to look at, you know, not only what EA games am I going to purchase over the year, but, you know, what's it going to buy me? What's, what, what am I going to get out of it if they're just going to start doing that? So. Right. And like drunk cats in the chat and that, and mm-hmm. he's saying, well, it's because respawn is not owned by EA. It was respawn's decision. That's the problem. Drunk cat is that EA it's their program. They're allowing a third party to dictate terms. What, you know, which contradict what EA told their customers. So EA said, this is what you're going to get. Yep. Now, all of a sudden, after I've been in a member for two years, they're changing it. And now, now we don't know what we're going to get our percentage off on. Now we, you know, we, the game we don't. They said it's not going to be a vault game. They're, they've changed that, um, and that's the problem that I have. And then once one once one game is in doing this, the others will follow suit. Yeah, plain and simple. So um, this is all on EA. It's it doesn't matter that Respawn said you can't do this. EA is allowing them to dictate that. All right. Respawn doesn't have anything. What are they going to do? Say, okay, fine, you're not going to publish it now at this point? No, they're not going to do it. And they're still going to get their money. This doesn't, this would not yeah. impact Respawn in any way. Yeah. So, anyways, enough. That, that's my point. I got nothing else to say on it, but I, I will, I am canceling. Um, the only reason I haven't done it is because I've been out of town. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I actually might do it tonight now that I got a few moments. I think when we're done, I probably will go in and just cancel that because it's just not worth it to me. Gotcha. All right. Uh, next thing I have here. Uh, did you guys hear that? Uh, Xbox outsold. We got, we got two, two months in a row, boys, <laughs> two months in a row. Yes. Is it 2012? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. What year is it? Pinch yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Two months in a row. Uh, this month you can probably contribute, you know, like, Kind of say, you know, the Xbox One S may be the, one of the main reasons why, you know, we're up there, of course. Um, but, you know, when we when we get to our last topic, I'll, I'll say uh, what I was going to say out there for a second. So, hey, uh, Fallout Boy, thank you very much for the follow. Um, you know, we'll hit that in a second. But, yeah, two two months in a row, that, that's good. That means people haven't given up and, and people are still going out there and i really think the xbox one s is probably what's you know bringing them in uh to doing that so um yeah 
Very good. Very cool. Um, also, you know, Xbox One S, you know, the other thing that was announced during E3 was the Scorpio. Um, I've kind of stayed away from Scorpio stuff because it's just too far. It's just so far out. Um, but I did, uh, they, there's a recent article about uh, release dates and, you know, all this stuff. Uh, dates, specs, performance, all the latest news on Scorpio. You know, we know it's coming out in 2017. Um, but a, a couple things I wanted to hint on here, and and people are starting to freak out. Don't freak out, everybody. <laughs> is uh, the thing is is Xbox Scorpio games? Will there be exclusives? And it yes. says, oh, it, it, okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think we've kind of hinted on that of like, yes, that's that's eventually going to happen. Um, here's what this article says: is initially Microsoft stated that Scorpio would have pla- uh, wouldn't have platform exclusives. No, they did not say that. Um, but position isn't clear-cut as we first thought. All current Xbox One games will work on the upgraded console. But Microsoft isn't rolling out exclusives. So, for one, this guy's wrong on his first point because they never stated that there wouldn't be. They just stated all Xbox One games will work on the Scorpio. Correct? You guys agree with what I said there? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, So speaking in an interview with a senior Microsoft spokesperson said it was up to developers to decide if they want to develop games exclusively for project Scorpio. True. That, that makes complete sense. Um, You know, when Scorpio launches, you know, I don't know if there'll be any, I'm not saying there's going to be any uh, launch titles. You know, if there are any launch titles, maybe there'll be Xbox one, with 4K upgrade, 4K graphics, things like that. Um, but eventually, the Scorpio, like I said, it maybe a year, maybe two years after the Scorpio launches, they're gonna developers are gonna leave the Xbox One behind, the, uh, and I don't think that's a crazy thing to 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 think. Like I don't people, think, are, I don't think it'll be that soon, though. You don't think, I don't it'll, think be it'll be a year be or that two? quickly? No, I think it's gonna be several years. Um, I think what I mean by yes with exclusives is that's going to be VR. The oh, okay. VR well, games are okay. gonna, that's going to be those are going to be exclusive to Scorpio. You're going to have to have that to run VR on the Xbox mm-hmm. platform. Um, so, but think about it like with your cell phones. That to me, that's the route they're going. Their the games are going to follow you. And I think that I know Phil Spencer talked about they're actually looking. They want to bring the original Xbox. Ooh. library over as well right and um you know they're working on eventually having the 360 whole library over you know there's a lot of things they got to do but they want to do it and they're willing to put in the resources and i think you know the xbox one scorpio is still an xbox one it's gonna have better hardware be able to output different visuals and i think you know they can i don't see how you and i'm not a developer you are Bron, mm-hmm. so you can probably correct me on this but my thinking is that they're going to be able to write this program. And then if they have the hardware, it's going to be able to take advantage of additional coding or, you know, or programming that will be in the game. And if it's not there, it will ignore that, you know, or it won't output in that higher uh, fidelity, you know. It's, yeah, it's mainly it, it can't assets. Be that hard. Yeah, it's mainly assets is what we're, we're talking here. It, it's going to be 4K, 4K graphics and stuff like that. What I'm saying by leaving right. behind eventually is... You know, we got Battlefield 1 coming out. Whatever the next Battlefield game is, because they're typically three years or so out, is, you know, 
uh, DICE is going to have to make a decision like, okay, we're just going to launch. We can either launch an Xbox One new Battlefield game. Uh, we can launch an Xbox One new Battlefield game that have has 4K uh, assets for people running Scorpio. So, you know, Xbox One will play 1080p. The other ones will run 4K. Um, uh, or maybe HDR for, for the people with the S. Um, or they can have a decision is, hey, we're... We are not only just doing 4K, we are doing this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And and that's just going to, you're going to have to have a Scorpio to do that. But you're talking. I don't don't think it's going to be that soon because, I mean, look how many people right now do not have 4K TVs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've got a a conversation on right now in our Twitch chat Mm -hmm. about, well, I don't have 4K TV. I don't have it. I mean. You know, some people are now starting to buy them mm-hmm. that are, and we're talking about gamers. You know, right. gamers are going to have all that type of stuff. They're going to be probably the first ones to get that. Or your people who are big time into movies. Okay. And um, the general consumer is not into 4K, and even your gaming community isn't into it yet. So, um, and I was reading an article that I think it was, I want to say, I don't want to say the company name because I probably got it wrong, but there's a company that's saying that they're going to have 8K in two years. Oh, yeah. That's going to be... And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Now you're talking 8K televisions. We don't even have 4K out yet. You know, we don't have everything even broadcasting. There's hardly anything in 4K yet. Stuff is starting. But we've, we've got to have the content, and you got to get the consumers out there. So I, I think that, yeah, the Scorpio is going to be, be there and have the capability, but I think we are many years away from that, especially if 8K is already being talked about in two years. It's like, you know, it's kind of frustrating. So where do we get on board? Do we even bother with 4K? Do we go straight to 8? You know, and then Mm -hmm. is that, you know, so there's a lot of that, and I think the Scorpio will be, I don't think you'll see a lot pushing forward with that. I would say more the, the box that follows it. Right. You know, and even then, if they're not changing programming language and they're going based on hardware, then you know, because they want this stuff to always work. That's what they want to get to. Right. You can you can load up an old PC game today. Um, there's ways to play them on your PC, your current mm-hmm. PC, and that's what they want. So, um, yeah, there will yeah, be I, that. I, but again, but like the iPhone, that's where I was trying to get to. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. The iPhone. There's there's games that were programmed on the iPhone one that aren't going to run on an iPhone six. You know they're like at a certain point they drop off, and that's what I think will happen with the Scorpio. I think that that's my understanding. That's the model they're going to take. But I still don't think it. I don't think it's going to be an immediate or very quick. I think we're talking numerous years down the road. Maybe five years would be my guess before you start to see you have to have a Scorpio, and then at that point. I think when they get to that, then the Scorpio is going to be the box. That will be your entry-level Xbox. They won't even have the S around. Well, that, you know, that, that's kind of my thoughts. Yeah, and Scorpio is really like the next generation, like where the Scorpio is. Like there isn't going to be generate. You know, they're already stating that there isn't going to be generations after that. It's just going like they're just going to. There's going to be new hardware. New hardware. Yeah, there's going to be new hardware. Right. Sorry, but not not like flatline like generations it's eventually going to be like hey you want to play this game you need a scorpio hey you want to play this game you got to have the scorpio s or you you know things like that and and i mean not just graphics wise but there will be a point there is a point in a game and features that you're putting into your game that will that causes you to need more memory 
more bandwidth, more output, not just not just a graphic. So, you know, if like I was you know back to my example, of Battlefield One or the next Battlefield game, if they say, oh, we want to do these six things, we can't do that on Xbox One. We're going to be Scorpio only on this thing. People with a 4K TV will play in 4K. Other people will get 1080p, but it's all the other stuff to take advantage of that. And I, and I agree. And it's, I'm just saying, as far as this article, they make it sound like, oh, you know, every game that was ever going to get released for Microsoft was going to run on Xbox One. No, it's, it's not. And you have a good point of VR. That's a great point, you know, with the VR, but I'm talking non VR games. Like, no, there will be a cutoff at some point in time when people say, sorry. You got to have a Scorpio at this point, and and I I think that's, I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Is kind of what I'm getting. Well, no, my my interpretation of everything was that there won't necessarily be a cutoff, but it's like the PC world today. Right, like you could have a laptop, let's say, with like a generic laptop graphics chipset in it, and your games might run, but they're not going to run well. Not right. to the level that you want them to. So if those games are important to you at the quality level that you want, you're going to upgrade. That's going to be the driving factor to upgrade. Pay for the hardware, right? Yep. Just like PC gamers do today. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like the, the console has always been... The, you know, I used to be a huge PC gamer. Um, when I had my original Xbox, I was on Xbox Live before it was available to everybody. I was a beta tester for a short time. Um, I had Xbox Live on my original uh, Xbox, and I just didn't stick with it because I was just into PC gaming. I love PC gaming. Then when the 360 came around, it was it was at a really good time, and it was just like I was so tired of fighting with driver updates and all the different, you know, gig patches and stuff, and you buy a, a PC game and it doesn't work, or it's like I got XCOM 2 on my PC and it just doesn't run. It's like garbage. Um, you know, and it's like, you don't have that on a console currently. It, it, you put it in, it runs, everybody sees the same thing. You get the same visual, uh, look on everybody's with the exception of depending on what your TV looks like, but you know, it's pretty much all the same darn thing and you just pop it in and play and it's just right. easy. And that's what I love. What my concern is with them going this route is, are they going to start introducing complexity of stuff like, well, it doesn't work. I don't think so because they're still writing for hardware. It's all hardware based. They're, the games are still going to be written for Xbox, um, so you shouldn't have all those same issues. But it's a way for us to push on and 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 not be stagnant for so long, right? And um, to to keep moving forward in our gaming hobby in this industry. And at the same time, those that don't want to put the money in and are fine with it, they can stay where they're at. And, and we, you know, so. It is good. I don't think we'll have any negativity, negative aspects of it. Yeah. But we just got to wait and see. But I, their vision is great. I, I think their vision is really good. I like where they're going with it. Yeah, and I, I think there will be some complexity introduced, and 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 you'll see like this small little area of like, hey, this resembles PC gaming. But I don't think anything like what you see today. You know, it's been. Three years, my computer's three years old this July, and they have gone through three, they've gone through a graphics cycle every year. You know, I have a 760 in my machine. You know, they went through that, well, I guess it's two, because I think they skipped eights, right? Didn't they skip eight? And they went to nines. 
And then they now they're at the 1080s and the 1070s and stuff. And it's like, that was just in three years. You know, like, my my computer or still plays all the games, but, you know, cheesy cow, like the games and stuff and VR and this and that. It's just like, you know, the PC is moving really, really rapid. You know, the, the movement and the new things coming out. I think, you know, yes, this, you know, consoles will be like that, but it won't be anything to this scale of the PC world, which is good. So it'll be some complexity, but nothing like a PC, how the complexity is there in, in my mind. Right. But uh, uh, real quick. So Scorpio will have an eight core CPU from an unknown manufacturer, which means are they still sticking with AMD? And the graphics card will be six teraflops of power. It also has 320 uh, gigabytes per second memory bandwidth. Oof. Uh, in simple terms, the graphics core uh, will be more than capable of going toe-to-toe with today's top-end graphics cards. Comparison, the brand-new NVIDIA GeForce GTX uh, 1070, which is the card I want, uh, has 6.5 teraflops of performance. Uh, by the time the Scorpio launches, it'll be equivalent to a mid-range PC in 2017, which is how consoles i guess try to launch so you know a a machine running whatever a eight core cpu uh with i don't know how many gigs of ram are going to be in it but running a 1070 right now is most likely what you're going to get out of the scorpio which i think is awesome i mean that's that's good to me so but yeah i just wanted to kind of hit on a a company of the a couple of those things so um because Really, they talked about it and they didn't mention it. And I've been kind of staying away from it, but that's like a brand new article as of you know a couple of days ago. So, but uh, all right. Uh, last thing I had. This is kind. Of, this is open. Open topic. We are gamers. Um, so this week we finally got to see. Uh, you know, we were just talking about Project Scorpio. We mentioned Xbox One S. Those were all announced during E3. Uh, Sony came out and said, "Hey, yeah, we uh, before E3 said, yeah, we have uh, we have we have a, a console coming out as well, uh, but we're not going to show it." Um, they finally got to show it. Did you guys watch the press conference for PlayStation? No, I, I did not get to. No. no. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm alone in this. But the conference is a snooze fest. <laughs> yeah. um, it was very quiet, and it, it was was it personable, personal? Or I mean, it was like a really, you know, there and and not flashy or anything like that. But it was just kind of quiet and hey, uh, you know, this and that. Um, but it put people to sleep. I mean, it was just boring, boring, boring. Um, but they did come out with a Xbox One S-like console, which is the PS4 Slim. Um, I hear beeping. Um, PS4 Slim. uh, It looks like it's just going to be the replacement of of the PS4. uh, Very similar to what the Xbox One S is. I mean, that's as simple as you can can make it there. so that's going to be their main skew, I guess, at this point in time. And then they showed the uh, PS4 Pro, which is what the Neo, um, the Neo was. So, 
And my and my thing, did you guys read anything or see anything about it? Oh yeah. Okay. I think it's a joke. Well, I don't. So, I, I I really don't understand what Sony's doing, and I was shocked at the fact that they're basically launching two consoles that don't even match up to uh, consoles already on the market. Yeah. So okay. So real quick, let, let's let, let's do the PS4 Slim. I mean, that they just kind of followed suit on what and what Microsoft did. Okay. So, you know, the, the Xbox One S versus Xbox One, what does it do? I mean, I know they overclocked a little bit of stuff, but, the, I mean, they had didn't make graphic jumps. They didn't do anything. It does HDR right. gaming. Um, and, and then what else? Um, UHD, what is it, Eight, uh, 4K Blu-ray. Oh, it's got 4K Blu-ray player. Okay, so, yeah, yep. it's got that in there. Um, they removed the connect port and things like that. So, but the Xbox one S is the new Xbox one. That is the main skew now. Like they're not making Xbox right. ones anymore. So Sony followed, did, did the same thing. They came out with the PS, uh, for slim. Uh, it does HDR as well. Uh, it does, um, 4k streaming, uh, which also like the Xbox one S does 4k streaming. And it also contains a 4K Blu-ray player. Right, guys? Right? No, it does no, not. No, it does not. <laughs> so that was their first strike. Um, the people, the things I've been Didn't reading... Didn't even was, put in their own technology. That, Blu-ray is a Sony <sighs> technology. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't put it in there. So they didn't do that. And it's $299, um, I believe, for a 500 gig. The yep. comparable price you know they had to do that they had to do that because they had to come out and match x uh microsoft at that at that point but they they didn't match it so if you look at the specs they don't they don't match up oh i know they don't i'm just saying they're matching so. at the price point but everything else is is blah you know right. so uh and and i believe that you know like i said i, I believe they're also they're stopping uh making the ps4 the one thing i did like that they're going to do is they are going to patch in the HDR stuff into all current PS4s. Well, there there was a big kerfuffle over that, too. Okay, explain, because I didn't read anything about that. What's Well, I, I, and I'm not 100% where the final status is on this, but there was a comment made by a Sony executive that they were going to charge oh, no, they're customers not for that. Yeah. And then I believe the last update I saw was that they were not going to charge. No. But it still was, it was a Sony exec that said they were going to do that. And it, so, again, it was like they had this bad press conference. Um, and I want to, I definitely want to talk about the Xbox, uh, PS4 Pro. We will. Um, we will. And so that both of those consoles, people are not happy with. They're, yeah. they're, they're, and these are PlayStation people, fanboys, uh, whatever you want to call them, um, that are not happy yeah. Uh, so this isn't us saying it. We're just reporting what has happened, and the, um, and then this thing where they're saying, "Oh, well, we're gonna, we're going to charge you." So whether you know, even though they had to backtrack on that, or maybe the guy spoke out of turn, it was a bad week for Sony. And yeah. then they got hit with the news that you know Microsoft outsold them again. Yeah. So it was just like it was a bad week for Sony. Yeah. So the 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 thing about the charging, I, I kind of read that, and the way I took his comment was. 
was that pumping out the HDR stuff to everybody was going to cost money. It was going to cost money. It's not that they were going to charge people for it, but that that is going to cost them money. I don't know where the charging thing came from, but the way I read it was, no, it's not. It's, it's going to be a free update, but Sony is, you know, that is going to cost Sony money, so they're doing something else. I, I, I don't know, but I well, don't uh, see them as charging people. That'd be Gunny crazy. Is saying, Gunny's saying that the CEO of Sony said that it was up to the developers to possibly charge for patches. Well, that's, yeah, so that's for the it's HDR like, stuff. So anybody, anybody who wants to patch in HDR, any company that wants to patch in HDR stuff into their game, they have to go through CERT, they have to do, go through the development. They have to do anything like that. So if 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 they want to come around and say, hey, guys, um, uh, what's an exclusive game for Sony? Is it Horizon or something that's coming well, out? Or Well, that's the, well, those, God of War I'm talking about something that's already Last came out. Last of Us. Last, Last of, us. of Us. For example, Last of Us. If they said, yes, we have an HDR Uncharted 4. pack for... <laughs> yeah, Uncharted 4. That's a better one. Uncharted 4, we have... 4K graphics and an HDR pack, you know, or whatever, two ninety nine. They could do that. I really don't think any developer would do that. That'd be crazy for them yeah. to to do that. So well, I don't know some of these people. Well, you, you know, it it is. So we're going to continue because you know, and, and the other <laughs> the other thing about this does this conference that they're doing and all the stuff that they put out that was just misleading and and confusing and now they're backtracking on things they're saying and people are saying stupid things that are getting you know circulated like does this resemble anything to you does this conference and all this stuff that's happening to sony right now sony of the past no you know what it reminds me of though when xbox one launched at that e3 oh yeah this is exactly what microsoft did this is, it, yeah. it, it is, resembles it so much. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I'll tell you what, the people that were brutal on Microsoft when they did it, which was a lot of Sony people, are brutal on their, and, and rightfully so. I'm glad they are. You know, they don't have to put up with that stuff. You know, they yeah, should be, they should be critical and, and, and like that on their brand. Like we are on Microsoft when they do dumb things like this, but. There's a uh, podcast that I've never heard of before, but I saw someone post about it. So I went and listened to it. It's a PlayStation podcast. And it's actually by people that, uh, one of these, uh, what's his name? Greg, the guy from, used to be, yes, Greg Miller. Oh, it's PlayStation, I love you, XOXO. Yes. Yeah, it's Colin. Yeah, Colin Morarty. Yes, Colin. Yeah, I listen to those guys every week. These guys love PlayStation. They ripped this conference apart. And it was, you know what? I sat there listening to the show the entire time with a smile on my face. Mm -hmm. And and it's not that we are anti-Sony. Yeah, we're we're Xbox gamers. And but you know, I think all those have been around us long enough know that we we jazz or rib on them on occasion just because you know it's good. It's fun to rib on each other. You know, just like Chevy and Ford or whatnot. But we don't hate PlayStation, um, and we want them to all be successful. But it, it's got to say, man, it it felt good to see like IGN and these guys from PS I Love You and people who are big time. They even said we're fans, we love this platform. But this was a disaster, yeah. you know. And and they're like, what is going on? It was so nice 
to hear like some real reporting and not a total love fest for like, oh, that, that, oh, it's fine, it's great. You know, there's still a few people doing that. I've seen it in our own group. Someone's like, oh, yeah, the PS4 Pro is great. I can't wait to get it. I was like, why? Yeah. You know, there's nothing there, you know, and I'll explain why I feel that way in a minute. But yeah. it, it, it made me feel happy for them to finally get a little garbage going their way and for all these fanboys to finally pull their head out of their rear and go, whoa. What's going on? Yeah, and and there's you know? yeah, there's more of that coming up. But yeah, PS uh, PS I love you XOXO is is Greg Miller and and Colin, and and that's a great podcast. That is the number one PlayStation podcast. If you want to hear any podcasting, that's that's the guys I listen to. And I could not as soon as I was listening and watching this, I'm like I can't wait for their podcast to the to launch. I didn't even wait to listen to it. I laid in bed and listened to it. And right yeah. off the bat, I mean, because Colin's been critical on it the entire time, and he was just like, "This is dumb," you know. I was just like, "Oh boy, here he goes." And he doesn't, he doesn't. I mean, they're friends with people at Sony. They have great friends and relationships, and they don't care. They pull zero punches, and I love it for him. I love him well, for it's it. Way, so. It's you know, if you're going to be in the media, this is news. This is gaming news, right? It's like I wish the regular news would work this way. Tell the truth. You yeah. don't have to like it. And it's just like we get criticized when we say something negative about Microsoft. But we're, we're if it, if something's broke, we're going to say it. We're not going to color it and you know ignore it. Then then we'd be like real news media people if we did that. Uh, no, we we are true to the platform. We love it. We want it to be the best. But when it's not always going to be the best. Nothing is ever the best. Yeah. There's a, a ton of Samsung fans out there these days that are. You know, Samsung's getting destroyed over the Nexus 7 Note or whatever it's called. You know, the Note 7, I think it is. Yeah. You know, they're exploding. I mean, it, it's a bad issue. So, But Samsung's a great company. You know, Sony's a great company. and um, But it was nice to see them finally get a freaking taste of the real world. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> People like Apple. finally realizing that, hey, these guys aren't perfect. It's like Apple. You know? I, I, I use Apple products. I, I'm, a, I'm a Google software guy. So like I use all Google platform stuff like I'm Gmail and all that stuff but I I I use an iPhone has my phone and I got an iPhone yep. 7 coming and every I all I hear is just like it doesn't have a headphone jack and I'm just like I haven't used a plugged in headphone for my iPhone 6 for months I was like, I have Bluetooth headphones, and I love them. It comes with, it comes with an adapter. It comes with an adapter, but, but yeah, the thing so it doesn't then, matter. <laughs> well, no, then their thing was, but now you can't charge and plug in and listen to music at the same time. And I'm like, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> so, well, their their wireless headphones look actually pretty cool, but I wouldn't want to pay for them. Yeah. But <laughs> I got the wireless Beats that you can run in and stuff. Those things are awesome. Um, but okay, back back to this. Okay, so that was that was uh, you know I know we're talking a lot of Sony, but this is like the big thing of the week. Um, they came out and they announced a PlayStation Four Pro. Oh yeah. So the Pro. Ugly. So well, yeah. It's like it's like it it's is, like uh, it's like after you get the the slim and a four and a Pro, you can like walk upstairs. Um, yep. I myself. Do not compare the Pro to the Scorpio, okay? Two reasons why. The Pro is coming out this year, okay? It is not the machine that they are building, in my mind, to compete with the Scorpio. Do you agree or disagree with that? 
I agree because it does not even compete with the Xbox One S. Okay. So, but but I mean, I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Microsoft announced the Scorpio for next year, and these guys just come out with this, and and it was one of those things. Like, if you remember when the Scorpio was supposedly rumored, and that Microsoft's going to talk about it E3, they came out and said, oh no, we we have the Neo, but we're not talking about it this this E3 because and we're going to redesign right. it. <laughs> and and right. well, but they didn't redesign it for one, and in my mind, it's the same specs that were were announced. But what it was was, well, because they Microsoft marketing. Microsoft scared us out of showing it, and I got yeah. called no, and I'm not going to say I told you so or anything. <laughs> but now you see why they did not show it at E3 because it would have been compared to the Scorpio. The Pro and the Scorpio would have been bumped head to head, yeah, and the Scorpio would have just blown it away. So they made a great move by not talking about it at E3. And that's great. I mean, good for them. Good for them. But, but here, here's, so let's take a look at it. So okay. let's see. So the pro is going to come out this year. Right. And we're going to, so we can only compare it to the latest Xbox console, which is the S. Right. So the pro has one version coming out at 399 us dollars. Right. Um, the S, the S so I'm going to, I'm going to just go pro and S. Okay. Instead of mm-hmm. saying it all out. So the pro is at 399 us. The S is available at two ninety nine, three forty nine, and three ninety nine. Okay, right. so three different versions. Um, the storage capacity of the Pro is one terabyte um, at three ninety nine. The one terabyte S is three forty nine, so it's already fifty dollars cheaper for the same size hard drive. Okay. They they all play the Pro plays all PS4 games. The S plays all Xbox One games. They both have an eight core AMD. CPU, the GPU, and Ron, this is why this does not compete to the Scorpio, 4.2 teraflops. Right. We already know Scorpio's at 6. Right. That's a big difference. Right. That's a huge difference between those two. Mm -hmm. Um, They both have, so we're back to the Pro and the S. They both have 8 gig of GDDR RAM, but the Pro does have DDR5 and the S has DDR3. Right, which is same so as the, the PlayStation. So the RAM 4. is a little right. It's a little bit faster uh, on the RAM, and uh, your Blu-ray drive. They have a six-speed Blu-ray drive and an eight-speed DVD drive. The S has a 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and 4K Blu-ray playback. Right. So it's already doesn't even have. It can do 4K video, but it doesn't even do 4K Blu-ray. Right. Which I was surprising. I know they didn't put shocked. it in a slim. I know they didn't put it slim, but I was really surprised that they didn't do it here. All right. So then the size of this. So the Pro is 11.6 inches. I don't know how they're doing this. Yeah, it's a little it's, bigger. It's a little It's bigger. 11.6 by 12.8 by 2 inches high. Uh, it's, it's bigger than the S, which is 9 by 11.5 by 2.5. So it's the S is like half an inch higher, but it's uh, two and a half inches skinnier and uh, a little over about an inch and a quarter shorter. So the PlayStation Square, right? It's it's pretty or, much. I mean, yeah. it it doesn't look it doesn't look it it has another tier to it. You know, the PlayStation Four has like a two tier. 
This one has like three tiers. Three. I mean, size and but it's know. it's not as tall. I mean, the S is still taller by half yeah. an inch. Yeah. Um, the Pro does HDR color, 4K. It says 4K video slash games. Um, uh, and then uh, the S does HDR color and 4K video. Yeah. So it looks like you can do, but I I know the uh, Pro can do HDR games. But they've got it written here as it can do 4K games. That's, I do not believe that is accurate. Well, see, that's that's the thing that's misleading to me because I've read that, yes, if the game, if you have a 4K TV and it's 2160p and the game is made 2160p, it'll be able to output 2160p. Okay, so it so can do 4K games. It can do 4K games. Now, I don't know if that's true 4K, though. Right, I mean that's kind of the argument. I, I believe the what I read is it was upscaled. It's some upscaling or whatever. But l- let's right. just let's true. just say right. let's just say it's going to look nice. Okay. Yes. It's going to look good. They they are right. coming out and saying yes, they're doing 4K. But let me just tell you one thing about that. That means that every game that you have is either going to have to be installed or is going to have to be digital because it's not going to be able to run off disk. So just as a right because it doesn't it doesn't have a 4k blu-ray drive right so right you better hope you can do put it you know you can slap another heart you know i guess you have to put another hard drive in there i don't think they uh, offer external. they don't offer external it's an in you can swap the internal drive right so you might have to put a bigger drive in there or whatever so that is the benefit that it does have is that you know it is the pro and it, and it does the 4k gaming and and the hdr it does the the streaming and stuff does not have the drive in there but with all that, and they came out at three ninety nine. To me, I don't think that's a bad price. I, I, well, for I mean, the same price, you can get a two terabyte drive, Xbox One Fs that um, has the four K uh, Blu ray drive in it. Right. So yeah, but in the in the key thing for both the S to to take advantage of that and the Pro is you have to have a four K TV like we just talked about the Scorpio. True. And for True. the HDR stuff, you have to have a HDR TV. So you I mean you will have to go out and and buy a new TV. So um, right. But uh but for that's those why I agree with you. This doesn't compete with the Scorpio at all. Scorpio's right. gonna blow this away. Right. So they came out, they did the S, they came out and they talked about the pro. They're both coming out this year. Um after so the, some of the little things that in my mind that is starting to throw me off a little bit is they showed some gameplay of games. And they showed like Horizon, and they showed uh, actually they showed Mass Effect, which looked gorgeous, by the way. Um, both both games looked great, by the way. To get those games to look like that, you're going to need a pro. I don't care what they're saying; you're going to have to have the pro. So the game will probably look great in 1080p with your regular PlayStation Four, but if you want what they showed you there. And probably what they were showing people at E3, you know, without telling you, oh, look, that, those games look amazing. They're going to be great. Hey, were they playing on the, the Neo? Were they playing on the PS4? Oh, they said it was the PS4. Oh, yeah, and EA said games were going to be in the vault, you know. No. The, yeah. After showing those games there that day, I was like, yeah. All that well, stuff they were showing there about Days Gone and stuff like that, that was all running on the Pro. And yeah, they the just, thing is, 
they can't what we saw through the internet doesn't even reflect what they really look like right oh yeah true which is, yeah. Which is a problem um one of the things they're running into is when they're showing off this 4k video stuff or these 4k games <laughs> we we can't see that right true very you, very you true. have to be there on site to actually see it they can't get that through to us. Right. So when we're watching the streams and I mean what I don't, does YouTube even do true 1080p yet? Yeah, they have uh, YouTube has 4K uh content as well. They have 4K now. So, yeah, but getting that out to us for us to truly see what it's going to look like. Yeah, it's you hard. You know, if you don't have yeah, it's hard. So Yeah. There's I, a lot of challenges. That's <laughs> there's a lot of challenges in front of everybody on this. Right. Um that was but, one thing that kind of jumped out at me. And uh, the other thing, you know, is is we're talking about VR. Um, I'm I'm now. They didn't really say much about VR there. Uh, I'm kind of curious on on what's going to happen w- with that. But overall, this event was just horrendous for them. And nobody, you uh, like like you said, yes. Even the hardcore, some of the hardcores, and there's a few people that just like because they just can't do anything wrong, you know. They're all on the like, what are you doing? You know, what what are you doing, Sony? Like, wh- what's going on? And then it wasn't a day later they came out and said, "Oh, for Fallout Four and uh, what's the other game that they were going to allow modding on?" Oh, that's right. Um, was it? Is I don't know, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Fallout the, the mods. Yeah, the mods. Oh, Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah, and Fallout Four. They're like, oh yeah, we're not we're not letting you do that now. And everybody's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what's what's next? What is coming? <laughs> that was all that was all in a week's time. Yeah. Well, it was a couple <laughs> days. I mean, yeah, that, that was just yeah. a couple days after that. And you know, it, it's one of those things like, you know, you get to people where, you know, Microsoft can do no wrong, they're just perfect, or you know, Sony can do no wrong, they're just perfect. It it, it it's things like once you sit there and make the company feel that they can't do anything wrong, this is the crap they try to pull on you. And it's horrible. And again, my saying that I come out and they said it at the conference is what I want to say is they came out and they just said, and with over 40 million sold and with over 40 million sold. And I'm just like, you know what? You guys have been touting that over 40 million sold for the last three, four months. You know, (laughs) if it was already 45, they would say over 45. So what I've been telling people, and I kind of posted in Horrible Gamers, is you know they kind of said this, and people were kind of getting mad. I said, don't worry, guys. Just sprinkle a little $40 million on it, and it makes everything better. Because the only good news I have co- heard come out of them is that they've sold over $40 million. And And th- this is what happens. Microsoft, Sony did it with the PS3. Microsoft did it with the Xbox One. When you're in the lead, you think you're invincible. And you pull stupid crap, and this is what you get. And and then and it's just bad news for. There's no good news out of this for PlayStation gamers, and there's no good news out of an Xbox gamer. Well, we're we're Xbox gamers, but anybody that has both, I mean, that's this is just horrible. And uh, I was actually really looking forward to this because, in a way, I kind of want to. I want to own both consoles, but now my thing is, is which one do I go buy? Do I do the do I do the slim right? Because I don't have a 4K TV, and I'm not no, upgrading. You buy the Scorpio. You buy the Scorpio next year. Well, I'm, I'm talking for I'm talking for PlayStation. If I was going to go out, and you buy don't. A PlayStation. You don't want to buy a PlayStation. <laughs> so I, I mean, mine would be the Slim because I don't think there's any. I'm not into VR, and I'm not 
and I don't have any of the 4K right. stuff, right? So I'd, I'd be buying the Slim. But yeah, well, I wanted to... Whichever is the cheapest. Yeah, exactly. Get you in the door, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to talk about that because it was just like, you know, and I kind of agree with you. It's like, it's kind of nice for somebody, for them to get a little pie in their face because they just been pounding it and pounding it and pounding it and all you hear is over 40 million sold, over 40 million sold. And it's just like, well, where's the games? And now it's like, oh, you know, the only thing they're going to have is VR related and, and it's just, I don't know. It's going to be a disaster. Eventually that 40 million isn't going to matter. You're just going to, what you're doing is just ticking off over 40 million people. <laughs> so, but uh, uh, one more thing I have to ask you though, Smart and, and Rob. Do you think Titanfall is going to be delayed? No. I, I have asked this. I asked you this a couple weeks ago. Then the then the beta, or sorry, the pre-alpha test came out, right? And I I'm not saying anything bad about the pre-alpha test. That's all I'm talking about. Um, they took p- feedback from the the alpha test, and obviously are making some changes here and there. We haven't seen anything about the single player at all. Besides some trailers, do you think it's still coming out when it's supposed to come out? Yes, okay. and they've been they've been ad they've been putting out new videos like for a week, maybe a little bit longer. With the new on titans, all the new yeah. the new titans and stuff like that, and <clears throat> so they've been doing a pre, pretty much marketing blitz lately, and it looks great. Those titan videos are awesome. Um, I love what they're doing. I, I think it's going to be on time. Okay. That the part of the game we were playing. They said was from a release in June. Yeah, and I'm not worried but, but about what, the... What they have now is much further along than what we played. So right. I think they said even some of the things that were complained about have already been fixed okay. and corrected. So um, this was strictly a network test. Um, I think they, they've been on this game, I think, for three years. They went right into it after Titanfall 1, um, which was, what, about three years ago, I believe. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't... They've had plenty of time. They're going to be releasing on time. I'm not worried about it at all. Okay. And I mean, I already pre-ordered. And and honestly, if they delayed, it's not gonna. It won't bother me because there's two other games I got that month. Um, but it, I heard it on another podcast, and I, and I start to think I'm like, you know, it is kind of weird. You know, it was kind of weird how things have been going on. And then the other thing that kind of started making me think about it on my own was this whole EA, the whole EA access thing. Like, you know, them pulling out from EA access, and I was kind of like. Uh, or that going on is like, well, is that because they want to delay and EA wasn't going to let them? Or, you know, is there some back things going on? And and it's almost like, you know, I'm really nervous. Like, we're going to get, like, into October or, like, mid-October. And then that's when they're going to announce that they're going to delay to, like, December or something. But, you know, I, I just don't want another Battlefield 4. That's that's my little bit of nerves there. But Yeah, this is Respawn, man. These guys are top-notch. Oh, so I know. I know. I'm, it's I'm, it's going to be awesome. Okay. The only question is the servers can can EA support <laughs> it? That'll be the big question. So, yeah. but their tech test with open that was open to everybody and it it seemed to handle it very well. So yeah, I think that shows. But then again, we saw the same thing with the Rainbow Six Siege, where the you know was right before the game released when everything tanked. So <laughs> I mean, the, the alpha, the beta was great, and then right before it released, it tanked. And even the release product was having lots of issues for a while, but I don't think we'll see that with respawn. I've got some pretty good confidence in those guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm 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 pumped about October. So. 
Yeah. I know another guy's pumped for October. He's in our chat right now is Darkness429. I, I think he's he's excited for October. He's a big yeah, he is. Battlefield and Titanfall guy, so I'm looking forward to it. But, uh, all right. Um, so, community time. We were giving away... I'll let you go through the giveaway, Mark. Do you want to hit all the giveaway stuff here? Sure, all of it. I only know of one. Well, so the one. There was, Sorry. Uh, we're, we give a thanks to our good buddy Hawk. Uh, he gave us a code for a copy of Halo Master Chief Collection. This will be for digital download. So I asked the question to the community, what is the name of the primary and best sniper amongst all of the Spartans? We got a bunch of answers. Um, some were wrong. Um, but the correct answer is Linda. And the winner of this, drumroll, drum roll. Yeah. is um, Adam Kribles. Hopefully I said that correct. So that uh, congrats, Adam. I'll be sending you out your code probably tonight. As soon as we're done here recording, I'll send it over to you through Xbox Live. And you can start downloading the Master Chief Collection. And again, thanks to Hawk for the code. Yep. Awesome. All right. Congratulations. Uh, so community, you can get a, get a hold of us in multiple ways. Uh, you can go to thisxboxlife.com. Uh, you can send us in a voicemail by clicking on send voicemail, follow all the prompts. We'll get it, play it on the show, answer it. Everybody's happy. Um, you can send us an email. You can go to contact at thisxboxlife.com or you can go to thisxboxlife.com and click, click contact and you fill out a form and that sent us to it. Uh, send us one. Uh, we did get along with the answer to the uh, or entry into uh, the giveaway. Uh, Night Lord Forty K also added a, an email. So, Rob, do you want to? Sure, absolutely. Take care of that. Yep. So uh, I'll skip the uh, the contest thing and go straight to the email. Here it goes. I wanted to touch on the topic of microtransactions, like in Halo Five and other games. I know some people can't stand the microtransactions. But really, what does it matter? In Halo 5, it's all primarily cosmetic stuff that doesn't impact the game at all. You can buy the different packs with real-world money to get the cosmetic stuff and things that you can use in multiplayer. But it makes no sense to spend a dime. All you have to do is play the game and with the in-game currency and rewards, I have so much stuff that I will never run. My point is that games like Halo 5 got the macro, uh, microtransactions right. If you want to spend your hard-earned money on digital content, then you can. If you are smart, you won't spend a thing. And before you know it, uh, you'll be rolling in plenty of digital goodness. The games out there uh, that actually offer microtransactions that can give you an edge in the game are the ones that are in the wrong. I shouldn't have to spend extra money to win. Halo 5's microtransactions were put in place to offset the cost of all of the free content they keep dro dropping for us, and I love it. It was, it was a great decision by 343 Industries to go with this model. I have no complaints at all. Also, games like Black Ops 3 that have microtransactions are really the same, except for the free map packs. I don't spend a dime in any game and seem to do well enough. It's really all just cosmetic digital junk that uh, you do not need. 
but it's there uh, if you want it. And I'm sure pe- many people have spent ridiculous amounts of money on this stuff and the more power to them. I'm just not that frivolous with my cash. All right. That was a long enough email uh, to really just say this. People need to quit complaining about microtransactions and games when the majority of the time it gives you nothing but maybe some pretty armor or weapon skins. Who cares if a game releases that will actually give you an edge in the game uh, by buying in on the microtransactions, then that is a reason to complain. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. I will be waiting on the next episode. And and I think it might be where I was talking about the season pass for Battlefield, and I must have came off wrong when I was saying it because what he's saying about Halo is is great. I love... I love the way they did it. They did it the perfect way and they did it to offset their free content. And and you're right. And 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 the one thing is I I when I didn't see a season pass for Battlefield 1 up until, you know, till they announced it, I was hoping or thinking that maybe they were going to go the same route as uh 343 and, and Halo and offer things like that and then give you it to offset the content. That's what, that's what I wanted, you know, was thinking to do. And, and when I was saying is like, I don't want to see microtransactions. If you, if since they went the season pass route, I do not want to see an addition to that microtransactions, which I know like you're right. Hopefully, you know, no edge, give you no edge. It's just cosmetic and stuff. But that's where I was coming from was, you know, I'd rather if we're buying, if we're, if you're going to season pass route, we go to season pass route. If you do the microtransactions, the offset, we do it that way. Doing both is kind of crazy in my mind. Uh, like you said, uh, call of duty or black ops three did it. I don't know how well their stuff's going for them. Um, but you know, I love, I loved halo's model in it. And it was kind of the thing. It's like, man, you guys are doing such a great job with this. Like, I didn't feel obligated to do it, but it's like, hey, I'm buying some packs because I want to give you some money because of what you're doing. And that, that's the way I, I, I think it just does great for the consumer to say, like, I want to give you, I want to give you money because you guys are doing an awesome job and, and things like that. You know, and, and Darkness is in, in the chat saying, you know, 343 did a great job with the model. Uh, honestly, wants to see more companies go that route. Uh, free maps and, and, whatnot and let us buy cosmetic items he says you know there's a there would be a big issue if uh our big issue is when you see season pass plus microtransactions it looks like a huge money grab and and that's kind of the point i was wanting to get because i am a huge battlefield fan um i didn't want them to see him try to do that and make it look bad um but uh great email and yes i that explains it a lot better i think what i was trying to get across but Thanks, Night Lord. So, 40k. Awesome. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, we are on Twitter. Uh, I know it says twitter.com slash this Xbox Life. We're doing those new links. We're trying to make it easier on you. So, it's this Xbox Life.com slash Twitter. Uh, can and we'll get you there. Uh, this Xbox Life slash dot uh, com slash Facebook will take you to our Facebook group, uh, closed group. But you know, come in, request an invite, 
we just kind of glance over to keep the community tight and under control. And uh, I think it's about it. So we can go over. Oh, another week, Rob. Have fun <laughs> with this. This is. Did you see the list this week? <laughs> These two weeks in the in the games list. I'm just like I'm not even typing all this stuff out. I'm just gonna have to click on it and and go through it. But have at it. All right, <laughs> you're up. All right, a bunch of goodness coming out this week. Here we go. I can't even do this in one breath. There's so much stuff. Okay, so first up, we have Recore. Uh, coming out this week. I know a lot of people uh, pre-order this, and I think you get, what, Banjo-Kazooie or Banjo-something? One of those old games. One of those old rare games, I think. Uh, you get that as a freebie for pre-ordering. Also, uh, another the second episode of Batman, the Telltale series, uh, that comes out on the 13th, so that would be, what, uh, Tuesday? NHL 17, then we have NASCAR Heat Evolution, Pro Evolution Soccer 2017, Bioshock The Collection, uh, Dead Rising, Dead, Rise, Dead Rising yeah. 2 Off the Record, yeah. Minecraft Story <laughs> Mode Episode 8, A Journey's End. I think that's the final episode of Minecraft Story Mode. Let me, let me interrupt yeah. you real quick, Rob. Just so everybody knows, it's Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2, and Dead Rising 2 Off the Record. Okay. So, okay. all three of those. Uh, we have The Witness, Pac-Man Champion ed- Championship Edition 2. Okay, that's coming out. Uh, Perfect Woman is coming out. NBA 2K17. Mount the Blade Warband. And I believe that's the last one. That's it. Yes. So... You're going to have your choice of stuff to spend your money on yep. this week. So there's there's some decent stuff coming out. Then for Xbox 360, we have uh, uh, Minecraft Story Mode Episode 8, A Journey's End, Pro Evolution Soccer 2017, and uh, NBA 2K17. Games with Gold are going to be switching up later on this week uh, for Xbox One. Uh, you still have a couple more days to get WWE 2K16. That ends on the 15th. Uh, you can still continue to get uh, Earthlock Festival of Magic. And then for Xbox One, the Games with Gold that's starting up mid-month is Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. That starts on the 16th, and uh, that's actually a pretty good one. For the 360 games with gold, uh, finishing up is Forza Horizon on the 15th, and Mirror's Edge is starting up on the 16th. And um, don't forget that those are backwards compatibility titles, so if you have an Xbox One, make sure to grab those as well. If you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. Uh, that helps support the show. doesn't cost you anything extra, but if you use that affiliate link each and every time you make any purchase on Amazon, we get a teeny tiny uh, finder's fee basically for sending you their way. So uh, if you're thinking of a way, how can I support the podcast? This is a perfect way to do it if you make any Amazon purchases. Also, if you're a user of iTunes, uh, please go out there and give us a review and five stars. The more five-star reviews that we get, uh, that helps us become a featured podcast. 
so that more people can find the podcast and become part of the community. Now, a long time ago, I'd mentioned that I will start reading some of the reviews. Got a whole bunch of them from a whole lot of different countries. I'm just going to pick one here at random that came out uh, recently. And uh, this one is from Miller HD. I don't know if that's a gamer tag or just the uh, iTunes name. But uh, Miller HD wrote in, Weekly Must Listen. This is a great podcast with a great community as well. Love the take with the guys most of the time. They can sometimes be a little negative, but uh, they also come around. <laughs> Great guys to jump into multiplayer games with as well. So thanks, Miller HD, for uh, for giving us a review. And uh, anybody out there else, anybody else out there, just uh, give us a review, and you can hear your review read on the show. And uh, you what's that? See the review where the guy's a prince, and if we send him ten thousand dollars, he'll send us three million once we help him get it out. Of the bank and everything. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I missed that one. Uh, Dude, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, what a let's deal. I did ask the question on I did ask the question on Twitter and and last show. I know we've been gone for two weeks. Um I sent it out to to EA and, and to Dice or Battlefield Twitter. If you hold off and buy the season pass, because we were talking about season pass earlier. You know, and I I'd say I bought at the beginning of the year. Would I get any of the drops that he did out in November and December? I didn't get an answer from them, but Darkness429 did respond to me and said, yes, you get everything. You know, they back date or back file anything that you might have missed. And, and and I do recall that's what they did for Battlefield 4. So for anybody that was looking for that season pass and you didn't want to drop it right away because of all the other games coming out this fall, like myself, if you pick it up later, you won't miss out on the uh, season pass drops that you get they usually came in like battle packs and things like that so but that was all that's all i had okay so everything good hey anyway. yeah right. i just wanted to add too if you get if anyone out there uh, does want to buy from amazon or you do buy and you're not a prime customer be sure to use our affiliate link as well when you sign up for prime so uh, you can use that link to sign up and become a prime member so hmm. Lots of bonuses, cool stuff for Prime. If you're not aware, you get like free music. Uh, if you, they got Amazon Music, Kindle Books. You get free books every month. You know, there's free movies, streaming movies, free music. There's a ton of stuff for it on top of the free two-day shipping. So uh, definitely recommend. I've been a Prime customer for a long time. So I love it. My wife loves it. I highly recommend it. Yeah, the other thing with Prime, if, you, if you're a Prime member, you get uh, – this is not like – we're not like – we're not sponsored by them or doing an ad for them or anything, no. guys. Um, I say it because I use it yeah, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, same here. I, we take so many pictures, you know, that trying to find uh, Google Photos or, or Flickr. Uh, I put everything on my machine. I use O-Drive, actually, to push it up because you get unlimited space. So unlimited space on the, the Amazon Drive for photos and stuff. So all my it's what I use for my backup. Um, just a thing out there if you guys didn't know that either so. cool cool all right rob you got anything else no sir all right everybody thank you for coming out this week we will see you next sunday uh i am brun bj swick 33 everybody have a good night i'm rob also known as Presar. thanks for listening everybody catch y'all next week i'm mark aka wingman 709 taking off